are listening to Meet and Write, a podcast that dives into liturgical worship and how communion really begins after church. Well, welcome to another episode of Meet and Write podcast. We are very blessed and honored to have with us His Grace Bishop Yusuf, the Bishop of the Southern United States. Uh, it's such a blessing uh, to have you here with us, Sayedna, and to be here at St. Mary and St. Damiana Convent. So thank you, Sayedna, for your time and blessing for being with us on the podcast today. Thank you, Father Nathaniel. So, Sayedna, our, our question that we wanted to talk about today is something that we see a lot in liturgy is the deacon holding the Bible and the cross, uh, usually kind of embroidered in, in, in gold. And we see it moving a lot, deacons kind of maybe going around the altar, we see it, you know, what, we see the priest or sometimes the deacon holding it during the reading of the gospel, and sometimes uh, even during Liturgy of the Faithful, we see it at the altar. What We're trying to figure out what all that means and, and what does that mean to us, and, and because we know that everything in the liturgy is not just haphazard or random, but everything is, is to, to connect us with our Savior in, Eucharist, in the Eucharist. So our first question, Sayedna, what is the, what is specifically is in that golden box that we call the Bible? Okay, let me go first. The church in the Orthodox theology is called the icon of heaven. And it's very interesting, if you want to study the church, you compare it with the tabernacle of meeting in the Old Testament, and also with the description of heaven in the book of Revelation. And you will find the three are connected with each other. A very important uh, element in the Holy of the Holies, either in the book of Revelation or in the tabernacle of meeting, is the Ark of Covenant. And the Ark of Covenant has three things. has Aaron's rod, has uh, the two tablets that have the Ten Commandments, and also has the manna pot. And in the church, the altar inside the Holy of the Holies has these three things too. Mm-hmm. The pot of manna uh, represents the patent, has the body, and the chalice has the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And Aaron's rod is a symbol of the cross. That's why you have cross. And I'm sure you remember from Sunday Theotokia, we say they uh, likened uh, Aaron's rod to the wood of the cross. And the two tablets that has the Ten Commandment represent the Bible. Mm. So. Actually, we have the three things here on the altar, the cross, which uh, actually is the anti-type of uh, the type of the Aaron's rod, and the Bible, uh, uh, the type of uh, the anti-type of the uh, two tablets, and the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, the anti-type of the um, manna's rod. This Bible now, this box, golden box, has a Bible in it. In, in some other Orthodox churches, they have actually the book of reading, the, the Qatamaras, uh, in, from, which the book from which we read the reading of the day, like the Gospel, the Psalms, the Pauline letter. In this, actually, 
uh, box or and uh, after they do the procession they open it and and they read it and actually there is a spiritual meaning to why these three things you know the lord said i am the way the life and the truth and you can see in these three things actually the fulfillment of this three point way uh, life and truth life definitely the the bread is the bread of life so the manna which symbolizes the body and our blood for Lord Jesus Christ that is the life mm. the truth the truth is the word of God mm. so the two tablets in the Old Testament and the Bible is the truth and the way you know as St. Paul explained in Ephesians the cross actually is our way to heaven because he reconciled uh, Jews with Gentiles and both of us in the cross we are reconciled and now we have access in Jesus Christ through the cross we have access to the uh, holy of the holies in heaven St. Paul elaborated more in uh, Hebrews uh, when he said now since we have confidence to enter into the holiest uh, by the blood of Jesus a way that he consecrated to us mm. so here we have the way life and truth when we look at the uh, cross the Bible and the body that's the way life and truth which I can combine it in one word the true way to life mm. the true way to eternal life okay. thank you Sayyidina the first time like we, we now we see that this the bible being used or the deacon kind of using it in liturgical worship is is during the litany of the gospel uh either during raising of incense or uh, during liturgy of the word on sunday why during specifically why during that litany do we see the deacon first of all you know standing behind the priest and and second of all why is he holding the bible and the cross uh let me take this opportunity to correct a practice that was introduced recently into the church, but it, it is not an authentic practice. I see during the procession of incense in many churches, small deacons holding the cross and the Bible together. And this actually was introduced when we have little altar boys so they want to make everybody participate they, they give one uh, boy uh, the cross and the other the bible mm. but actually if you think about it uh, and and many people try to interpret it they say because uh, saint paul when he preached it he preached the bible so we are carrying the bible mm. etc but in reality during the time of preaching of saint paul the whole new testament was not written yeah. yet yeah. Actually, he was preaching the cross, <laughs> not the Bible, as yeah. he said. It, and and big part of the Bible, New Testament, more than 50% is the letters of St. Paul, yeah. Paul. But if you think about it, from the starting of the raising of incense, in all, actually, the responses, the deacons is carrying the cross and is standing behind Abuna, and saying the, the responses like in the thanksgiving prayer. Mm. So he's standing behind the Buna and saying the 
prayers, the responses to the litanies, and then Abuna enters to do the procession. So he's holding the cross only, and also he's saying the responses for the litanies. You know, during the procession, Abuna said the litany for the peace of the church, the fathers, and the assemblies, and the deacons actually uh, is saying these uh, responses. Mm. So actually, I want to correct this um, practice that was entered only to encourage little boys to be more involved. But the original, actually, uh, right uh, for the deacon to carry only the cross, not the cross and the Bible. But let me come to your question why we carry the cross and the Bible together. Mm. Because it's a little of the gospel. So now, uh, and the deacon say, pray for the holy gospel. So he's holding the cross because it's part of seeing any response holding the cross now he is adding the cross mm. the the bible in order to say pray for the holy gospel mm. and then after the procession and abuna takes from him a procession of uh, simeon the elder and abuna takes the bible from him you know as i said in some orthodox churches that is the same bible from which they read the gospel of today mm. or now in our practice in the Coptic Church, we hold the Bible above our heads uh, to and, and read the Bible. And why we do this, Abuna does this. You know, the, uh, as you read in Nehemiah chapter 8, the Mangalaya, which is the place of the reading, should be higher than everybody else. Mm. A symbol of authority. We, we submit to the word of God. But what about Abuna who reads, or the bishop who reads the Bible? You know, it has to be under his eye in order to read that's why he's holding it above his head to say I am also under the authority of the Bible that's why if he is wearing his crown he removes the crown so everybody under the authority of um, the the word of God here Um, and also I like to say something beautiful because I noticed in, in, in many churches right now, I don't know why they start from the beginning of the liturgy. They put the cross and the Bible on the west side of the altar. Uh, uh, sorry, on the east side of the altar. Mm. On the east side of the altar, as if they are holding the prosperine with them. Mm. They put the cross on the right side and the uh, Bible on the left side. I, I, I don't know from where this practice came. Mm. But the church actually present Christ to us during the liturgy in different ways. In uh, in Vesper and Matins, we most of the prayers are outside mm-hmm. uh, because the altar of incense in the tabernacle of meeting was outside the Holy of the Holies. So we stand outside. Abuna and the deacon should stand outside. And then there is incense. Uh, So Jesus, as he was hidden in the Old Testament, so Vesper and Matins represent us Jesus who is hidden in the Old Testament, Mm. uh, not revealed yet. Then in the offering of the Lamb, we we see Jesus who became man, uh, the Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the whole world. Mm. And after this, 
Jesus the teacher. He started his ministry and he teaches. And that's why the, the, the gospel or the Bible and the cross should be actually on the western side, not hidden on the eastern side of the altar. Because mm. when they put it on the eastern side of the altar, they are hidden. But now Jesus is a teacher. And that's why it is put on the eastern side of the altar and usually eastern south, uh, east south sides of the altar. Mm. And then after we finish uh, reading uh, the, the Bible and the reconciliation prayer and we remove the prosperin, now Jesus the sacrifice is revealed. Mm. So we take now, after as Bazista greet one another, so we take the Bible and the cross and we hide them behind the uh, throne in which we put the chalice. Mm. So now who is revealed in front of everybody? Jesus sacrifice. Mm. So Vesper and uh, Matins, Jesus is hidden like in the Old Testament, in the prophecies of the Old Testament. Then offering of the Lamb, the Lamb of God, who incarnated for uh, the to give life to the world. Then ministry, Jesus the teacher. Then teach uh, Jesus the sacrifice. Mm. So these are the four um, uh, steps or stages uh, that the church uh, takes us through the divine liturgy from one step to another step. Mm. And it's something beautiful that we should apply when we're participating in worship is when we see the Bible and the cross now being placed during the Liturgy of the Faithful on, on, the, on the east side, that now we're saying, okay, now I need to take the scripture and apply it. And now this is being fulfilled in me participating and partaking of the body and blood of Christ. That now I need to make this a, a divine reality of me coming and becoming one with our Savior. Absolutely, absolutely. So what I heard, now I will experience, as you said, it is a, a, a reality in my life. I'm now one with the, the Lord Jesus Christ. So I am one in this sacrifice too. Thank you so much, Sayyidina. Another part that we, we see as far as the use of the Bible in, in worship is that after Vespers and Matins, we see that the priest is, is holding the Bible and then the deacons come and, and kiss the Bible at the end of that service. Is there a particular reason why um, we do that. You know, in, in uh, our Orthodox Church, veneration of the cross, veneration of the Word of God, the Bible, veneration of the icon is uh, an essential element of our uh, worship. And uh, after we heard the, the Gospel uh, in the Vesper and Matins, and we, we, we are grateful to God who sent us this word as David said, your word is light to my feet. So as expression of our gratitude, and before we leave from the church, so we come and we venerate the cross and the scripture and the, the Bible in the hand of Abuna as a symbol of our gratefulness, our appreciation, uh, our commitment to keep the word of God in our life. That's why Abuna concludes by saying, which means Christ your God. So as if Abuna is asking to everybody, is Christ your God? 
before you are leaving from the church, are you going to witness for Christ as, as he is your God? Or you forgot everything you heard today? And we, we, we reply and say, I mean, Isishobi means, I mean, so it be. Which means, yes, indeed, he is my God. And uh, I am going to the world to witness for Christ my God. Witness by my word, by my behavior, by my prayer, by my fellowship, by serving one another, even to the shedding of the blood. And my veneration of the Bible here, uh, before I leave, is um, a sign of commitment uh, that this word of God, I will preach the gospel as the Lord said in the Great Commission, go and preach the gospel to the whole world. So this is my commitment. I'm venerating the Bible before I leave. And yes, Christ is my God and I will be witness to his word and I will preach the good news of the scripture with everybody. Mm-hmm. The, the, our church so beautifully reflects this divine reality, Sayyidina. And, and I pray that that every time that we come for worship, that it's not we're just seeing the deacon holding the Bible and we're not just kissing the Bible just for the sake of that's what we do. But it becomes, like you mentioned, Sayyidina, that now Christ, we're saying that Jesus Christ is our God. And we're saying, amen, so be it. And we continue to not hear, but also to act as we say in the litany of the gospel. Yes. Thank you so much, Sayyidina, for your time and for your blessing for being with us on this podcast. Thank you, Father. You have been listening to Meet and Write. For more episodes and resources, make sure to check out com.